and welcome to the Journey to Self-Love podcast channel. I am your host and your guide, Sharon D. Meadows. Who am I? Well, I am a certified John Maxwell team member. I am an inspirational speaker as well as a transformative teacher. And I'm the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Journey to a New You. And if you allow me to, I'll guide you on the journey to self-love as you come along with me. Now, welcome back. If you've been here before, welcome, welcome back. If this is your first time joining me, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. So on the last episode, we talked about self-confidence and how important self-confidence is on the journey to self-love. I gave you guys a homework assignment. If you're late for class, go back and listen to the last episode. Do the assignment, please. If you did the assignment, thank you. Let's talk about it. So, the assignment was we were going to be transparent with ourselves. As I mentioned, there's no transformation without transparency and we were going to be open and honest with ourselves and with no one else this is a personal thing and we're going to talk about our good character qualities we were supposed to write them down on the left side of the paper and then on the right side of the paper we were supposed to write down our bad character qualities. I said bad. And if you were on the last episode, you know I got mad when I had to say bad because it's it's real. Some of us don't want to own it, but it's real. And without owning it, we can't change it. Right? Right. So I hope that you took the time. And this is personal. I'm not going to see it. The only two entities that know already know whether you write it down or not only you know what's inside of you only you know what goes through your mind only you know what what your thoughts are and your creator god the two of you are the only two that really know i don't even care if you're married you 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 got a best friend you you whatever no one knows what's inside your mind other than you So, I wrote mine down. Now, I'm sure. (laughs) Now, I've been working on myself for a long time. So, I'm just going to be honest. And I know there are a lot of people out there. They're like, girl, me too. I filled up the left side with my 10 good character qualities. On the right side, I didn't have anything to write. I'm I'm sorry, I did not. I did not have anything that I could think of that I could write. It was all on the left side. But again, I'm sure I have something. I just couldn't think of anything. Um, So I'm sure there are some of you that didn't write down anything on the right side and probably wrote 20 things on the left side. Um... But 
when I was looking at what quote unquote bad character qualities are, um, I can say that I used to have some, but I worked on myself. Now, I'm sure I could find something somewhere, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to um, give you some examples of some that I used to have before I started doing uh, personal development and, and, and um, going on a personal growth journey. And I, I'm going to be transparent because we, we're here for change, right? For transformation. And so we got to be transparent about it. So some of the things that I wrote down for my good character qualities are I'm kind, I'm patient, I'm trustworthy, I'm compassionate, I'm considerate, I'm honest, I'm respectful, I'm a humble person, and I'm very loyal. Those are good character qualities that I wrote down. Now, have I always been those things? Of course not. <laughs> I had to work on it. Let me share a story with you guys. I got married in... 2004 and looking back on who I used to be during that time um, I can honestly say I've come a long way from who I used to be when I got married in 2004 there were several things that happened around the time that I was getting married. Things like what? Well, let's just put it like this. There was a show that used to come on. I don't know if it still comes on. Let me see. I don't know if the show, I'm on my computer while we're talking. There was a show that used to come on It was called Bridezillas. And the definition of a bridezilla is a bride or a bride-to-be who is extremely demanding and difficult to deal with. And then it goes on to say, you've heard about bridezillas. These are women who get so wrapped up in their own wedding that they tick off their friends, they insult their family, they abuse the floors, photographers, and the caterers. Check, 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 and check. I did all of the above. I was a bridezilla. Um, I can share many uh, bridezilla-type stories with you that happened around my, my the time of my wedding. But the one that... That... I guess cut the most, if you will, was after my wedding. And I had a beautiful, fabulous, amazing wedding. It was just downtown Houston. Um, 
we had the entire Artista restaurant shut down for us. Um, it's closed now, but at the time it was the um, restaurant inside of the Hobby Center. So whenever people were going to the theater, they would usually have dinner afterwards at the at the Artista restaurant. And it, it was it was nice, y'all. It was <laughs> it was nice. It was real nice. It was it was a, a fabulous, awesome, and amazing day. But after my wedding, I was on cloud nine. Um, every it was like this beautiful Cinderella type wedding. After the wet, after the um, wedding reception, when the doors opened, everyone that was coming to the theater that night because we had the restaurant shut down for our wedding, for our reception, everyone that was coming to to the theater that night, um, they were lined up outside of the restaurant because they couldn't get in. And when the doors opened and I walked out. Me, 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 me. Everyone was cheering and clapping and it was just, it was just awesome and amazing. I just, I, you know, I loved it. My, my new husband and I went to uh, the Sheraton and we stayed at the Sheraton um, that night. And then we left to go to the Grand Cayman Islands um, the next day for a, like a week and a half or something like that. I forgot how long. But when I came back, the young lady who was my maid, she was my maid, matron of honor, maid of honor, matron of honor. I forget. She was, she was standing next to me. She was <laughs> the one next to me when I got married. She was also the person that gave me my um, bridal shower, my bachelorette party, everything. She went above and beyond for everything. But when I returned from my honeymoon, I couldn't get in touch with her. And I called her and I called her and I texted her and I emailed her. And I didn't understand why she wasn't responding. And finally, she sent me an email saying, I can't do this with you. She said that. She wanted to get through the wedding with me because she was committed to it. But after the wedding was over, she wanted to cut ties because I was a bridezilla. And she did not wish to maintain the friendship any longer. And that was it. She didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want to discuss it. She was done with it. She said she did her job. She did her duty, her obligation. She got me through everything. And once I got on that flight to go to the Grand Cayman Islands, she was done with me. And she was done with me. I'm going to pause there and reflect on something. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. We're going to keep continuing the conversation. Um, so I'll see you in a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. Thank you for staying with me and welcome back. So I just wanted to reflect on something for a minute because when I'm sharing a story, I like to go back in time and just kind of go back to that place just to be very accurate about it. What was I thinking? What was I feeling? What was really happening? What was going on? And so when 
I reflected on it just now. One of the things that I remember about that time in 2004 is I remember thinking, this person wants to cut me off because I was a quote-unquote bridezilla. And she is thinking, I just can't deal with this chick. And I don't want to deal with her. I got her through everything and I'm done with her. Now, I remember thinking, but I'm a good person. But I'm a good person. Friends, I thought I was a good person. Now, some of the good character qualities that I read off... They used to be on the other side of the paper, like back in 2004. So I'll give you an example. I was very, very impatient, extremely impatient. I can remember sitting in this young lady's floor, who was my maid of honor. And I remember I was, I had crystal bells and I was putting, um, custom bows on them that had the wedding date and our name on it and and I was tying them and glue uh, hot gluing them and she was like let me help and she sat down on the floor we were at her place and she sat down on the floor and she did the first one and she did it all rickety raggedy and I snatched it and I was like oh girl I'll do them myself I'll do all 125 of them before I let somebody help me I was very impatient and I had low tolerance and I can own that I can own that. That's who I used to be. I was very impatient and I had low tolerance. Um, I can say I probably wasn't um, as compassionate then as I am now because I would never do anything like that now. Um, I'm a very patient and kind and gentle and compassionate person now. Um, if I were in that situation, I would take, if someone was helping me, I would take more time with them. And I would also, things used to have to be quote unquote perfect for me. And that nothing's perfect. So I don't even have the same views anymore. Um, I'd rather be more considerate of how someone feels um, versus something being done a certain way if that makes sense so those were you know those were some of my my bad character qualities back in the day um but even still i was hurt because i was still a good person now i had some flaws but at the core of me at the underneath it all i was a good human very good human, but I had some flaws. But for someone to want to walk away out of my walk away from me and end an entire relationship because they felt like I probably she felt like I didn't just have bad qualities, she probably felt like I was bad. <laughs> I don't know what she thought, but. I just remember thinking, I eventually got over it, and I said, but I'm a good person, and if she doesn't want to be friends with me, I got flaws. Hell, she had them too, lots of them, but I wasn't sitting around judging them, um, you know, but 
But I shared that because I want to talk about how just because we have stuff on the right side of the paper or we should have some written something on the right side of the paper doesn't make you a bad person. We all have something we can areas we can grow in and where we can do better once we know better. I took that situation of my friend leaving me and I said maybe I should change some things about myself. Maybe I should learn to be more patient. Maybe I should learn to be more tolerant. Maybe I should learn to be more understanding. And I started working on those things. Now, the benefit of it all is the more things that you have on the left side of the paper under good character qualities, guess what? The better you will feel about yourself. If you couldn't even put 10 things over there on that left side and you put 20 things on the right side, you probably don't feel real good about yourself. That's going to affect your self-esteem. That's going to affect your self-confidence. And more than likely, it's going to affect your self-image. I can tell someone I'm, I'm, I'm good all day long. I'm a good person. I have good character qualities. I can say that all day. But if I don't demonstrate it in my action and my behavior, it's probably not true. Are you judging others? Are you impatient? Are you dishonest? Are you disloyal? Are you unkind? Are you disrespectful? One of the things that I do today in my life, and not only does it make me feel good about myself, and I don't do it to make myself feel good, I do it for others. But one of the things that I've learned over time and I see the benefit of it over and over and over again, I dine out a lot. When I go out to dinner or lunch or brunch or wherever the case may be, I always make it a point to connect with my server. One of the things that I've noticed over time is that people in the service industry, they're usually mistreated. I've been in situations where I was talking to my server, and just because I said something kind, my server started crying and said I was the only person that had been kind all day. And it touched her and it made her cry. When I, I've never worked, and I've never worked as a server, so I, I don't know how, I didn't know what that looked like other than me being on the other side receiving the service. But um, as I dined out quite frequently, and I began to pay attention, I noticed how being kind to the person that was servicing my table, how being kind to them, it made them smile, it made them happy. Y'all, I even had a situation one time, I stopped going for a minute. 
I had a situation one time. I used to go to this restaurant frequently. After a while, after a, a, a long time, and I got to know the girl that would always service my table, she told me, she said, when you come in, they get to fighting in the back. And I said, over what? She said, who's going to get your table? And I said, what? I tip, like I tip okay, but she was like, no, everybody just like to serve your table. And they, they, they say, hey, let me take her, let me take her. And that was a little awkward for me And when she told me, and I stopped going there for a minute, um, but I get it. I get it. If somebody can come and brighten your day, even if it's just a little bit, for most people, it's worth it. So I said all of that to say this. If you're not feeling good about what's on that paper or feeling good about yourself or feeling confident or sure about who you are, be honest with what's on the right side. Take one thing that's on the right side or come up with something. If you didn't write something, I didn't write anything, but I can come up with something. (laughs) Come up with one thing on the right side and work on it. Now that we've identified it, now that we're being transparent about it, let's do better. And I promise you, I guarantee you, the more I just read a list of things that are on my left side of the paper under good character qualities that used to be on my right side. I've worked on those things. I've put in the work. I've become a better person. And you can too. And I promise you, it is so worth it. Put in the work. Become better. Do better. Be transparent with yourself. You'll begin to feel more confident, more sure, and just happier overall about who you are when you look in the mirror. I thank you for your time, friends. We're going to come back and do another exercise in the next episode. But before we get too many homework assignments, I want us to get through this one completely. So let's take some time. Let's look at this. Let's take it serious. Let's work on it. We're talking about learning how to love ourselves. What we're talking about here, this is self-love, self-love talk. But we got to be willing to do the work if we want to get the results. I am your friend, Sharon D. Meadows. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Self-Love Talk on the Journey to Self-Love podcast channel. I look forward to seeing you for the next episode, and I can't wait to hear about your progress. If you're liking this podcast, please share it with someone. If it's helping you, share it with a friend. Be a friend. Maybe that's the great thing that you do or the next best thing that you do. Share it with someone that can help them too. I'll see you the next time. Have a great one.